Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, the obligatory shout out to our sponsors who have kept this show going throughout the years and to you for free whenever we put it out and you get to listen on whatever platform you choose to. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza. If you've never tried the delicious award-winning Angelo's Pizza at any of our AIW shows, I encourage you to get to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in beautiful Lakewood, Ohio. They have more than just pizza, all sorts of great pasta dishes and appetizers, a nice little Italian cuisine joint, if uh, I guess if you're going to give it a Yelp review, call it something like that. It's great for any occasion, uh, literally any occasion. And, uh, of course, thanks to uh, Thrift Store Jobber, awesome custom uh, merchandise, old-school merchandise, I should say, NASCAR, pro wrestling, doesn't matter. The guy just goes diving and finds amazing thrift items for you that are rare. So if you are quite the collector of merchandise, Thrift Store Jobber is who you want to check out on social media. And thanks to the merger of IWTV and SmartMark Video, watching AIW has never been easier. If you go to SmartMarkVideo.com, you can purchase any DVD uh, available at any point in time. Anything ever that's been recorded in terms of AIW, available now at SmartMarkVideo.com on DVD. And I think mostly MP4. So you've got that. And then, of course, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE at independentwrestling.tv and you will be signed up for not only a rotating archive of AIW shows but also so many other independent wrestling promotions and of course with that subscription you're going to catch every episode of AIW's Go For Broke and that's probably a great lead off to jump into this week's episode as always joined by AIW owner John Thorne my name is Steve Guy your moderator of sorts and episode two, Here Go For are. Broke. Well, I don't know what episode of the podcast this is, but... Episode, episode two of Go For Broke. <laughs> episode two of Go For Broke has uh, has aired, debuted, premiered, uh, all that lingo. And uh, we are off and running on our regularly scheduled day of the week now, Tuesdays at 10 p.m. That's right. So check us out. Uh, again, the debut episode was at 6 p.m. on a Thursday. Last week it was 10 p.m. on Tuesday. That is our regular time slot. So if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday, tune in to IWTV at 10 p.m. on Tuesday, and you're going to catch episode three in real time. Trying to get uh, some of those AEW numbers, man. 1.2 million. You know that would that would certainly <laughs> that would certainly change a lot of things in the in the AIW camp if we could uh, score 1.2 million views oh, on oh. IWTV. I'll tell you that we're so close. If you just you know fudge some decimal points a little bit there, yeah, we got to move a couple <laughs> decimals. Uh, but uh, yeah, and both of those episodes are now also you know available on demand, mm-hmm. uh, VOD, whatever you want to, whatever your you know terminology you use is. <laughs> Uh, archived archived footage uh it's available on our channel or section or whatever it's called on the iwtv uh service i don't know you know listen i'm i'm a little out of it this week i had a surgery on wednesday and uh, <laughs> pain pilled up right now uh still in quite a bit of pain so i don't know if i'm even gonna make it through this thing without falling asleep 
but I'm going to give it a shot. This is like a 1990s, late 1980s pro wrestling right here, brother. Just crush those pain bills and... <laughs> yeah, they don't give you they, they don't give you any of those good nineteen eighties uh, or nineties pain pills anymore. They give you real low ten uh, ten count of uh, some real low stuff, but uh, it's not it's not working too well. But it makes well, me pretty sleepy. I'll tell you that. Well, you know the danger if they give you those, you you got to be careful. We don't want you to end up at the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Well, I, I I would like to end up there because I'm pretty sure they still owe us some money, but uh, <laughs> they owe us quite a bit of money. That's that's for another day, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm struggling today. We'll we'll give it a shot. I was uh, I had some sebaceous cysts on my back uh, that were extremely painful for a while, and uh, they wanted to operate. So I did surgery on Wednesday, and uh, I've been pretty much on the shelf since Wednesday, uh, struggling. It's been uh, a, quite the struggle. That's a big word. Sebaceous, yeah. yeah. Uh, sebaceous cyst, and uh, yeah, I've been you know, it's like you know, they were like all over my back, so I just have this like I had this giant bandage that was covering my entire back essentially, and it was very uncomfortable for the last couple of days, yeah. E- even more uncomfortable to try to uh, remove it because they like glued all the incisions shut, so the glue rubbed off on the bandages, and oh. Uh, yeah, that was that was quite the uh, painful experience to try to get that uh, get that thing off so I can try to clean clean it. You know what I mean? But that's what I've been doing for the last couple of days. I've been fucking seriously like down and out for the count. So uh, I even forgot that we were supposed to do this podcast. To be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> uh, I didn't even know what day it was. So. <laughs> Here we are, Sunday, Sunday evening, getting uh, ready for you guys to listen to this on Monday. And uh, yeah, what's uh, what's what's on the docket, Steve? Let's let's moderate. Let's get it going. <laughs> well, I want you to get all that out first here. Let's uh, everybody enjoy the loopiness of uh, drugged up John Thorne here for a bit. Uh, well, let me ask you this, John Thorne: Are are you happy thus far with the reaction to Go for Broke? Um. For the most part, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, from getting the reports, uh, episode one saw way more viewership uh, than episode two as far as the uh, live numbers are concerned. But, you know, uh, there's a lot of factors that went into that, you know, like we were part of this giant WrestleMania weekend package, streaming package or, you know, presentation, wherever you want to call it. And uh, Go For Broke definitely benefited from that. Um, It will be interesting to see, you know, if the numbers uh, fluctuate up or down either way from the, you know, regular time slot of Tuesday, which, you know, obviously was way less than the premiere episode. So, uh, uh, but, you know, I haven't seen any real negative feedback on it um per se you know i've i've listened to a couple of the review podcasts like wrestling cheers have uh reviewed the episodes and uh just kind of listening to see you know if what we're doing and um you know there's little easter eggs that we have you know were were put in the episodes and seeing if people picked up on them and and different stuff like that and seeing if you know listen this was a project that was really designed to re-engage our hardcore fans and mm-hmm. it is really targeted to the hardcore fans uh but it is also made in a way to where 
you don't necessarily have to be a hardcore fan to understand the concept of it. Right. So, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting to see, you know, if it, if it is hitting with the hardcore fans and if it is, uh, also hitting with, you know, newer fans or people that aren't so familiar with this. So, uh, so far so good. I think I haven't seen anything too negative. Uh, you know, I certainly expected a lot more negative feedback, you know, especially with, uh, the way the matches are and, you know, some, some of the format, uh, it's, it's very, I guess, unconventional is, you know, compared to a lot of the other presentations of independent wrestling over the last year. So I wasn't sure if it would be received well or not. And, uh, it seems, you know, people are, uh, I, I guess refreshed with the presentation and, you know, some of the yeah. shorter matches and some of the matches that I did not think were up to par to say like a regular AIW event. Uh, people seem to uh, be very blown away, uh, not blown away. I don't know what the proper term is, but I guess satisfied with them. You know, uh, I know I, I, I kind of, set the bar a little low, uh, in the preview episodes that, uh, on this podcast that we did. So I think that, uh, people have been pleasantly surprised by some of the, uh, hidden gems, so to speak, that have popped out in the first two episodes. Yeah. I, I think that people are starting to kind of notice and realize now what we've been saying that, you know, this isn't a, this is a wrestling show, but it's not a wrestling show first if that makes sense in terms of the wrestling uh you know there's there's a lot there's a lot that goes on during the show and sometimes the wrestling is the least important part in terms of what's happening inside the 45 minutes to hour of each episode yeah and you know it's just listen uh well i'll I'll address this as, as well um this is really to establish, you know, we've said some some of the people coming out of the school and some of the maybe not as heavily featured talents typically, you know, throughout the, you know, a regular AIW schedule. Uh, you know, some of these guys and girls don't get, you know, a lot of reps in as far yeah. as, you know, on AIW shows. However, uh, I will say this. The events that we are going to do on April 29th and 30th do not coincide with anything going on for go with go for broke they are completely two different vehicles so to speak if that makes sense uh go for broke is like it's almost operating as its own standalone sort of you know uh i guess i don't know like side project or you know whatever you want to call it It, it's its own thing and it's going to have whatever's going on with go for broke is going to have like no crossover as far as the 29th and 30th events are going to go and vice versa. Nothing that's going to happen on those shows are going to play out on go for broke. Um, you know, I know maybe some people thought that there was going to be some intersecting things and, uh, you know, go for broke was setting up things for the 29th and 30th. And that, that is not the case at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's been some question, look, there's nobody's getting Biggins bucks on April 29th or April 30th. Uh, none of that's happening. It's not going to play into it. Uh, the invitations had already been sent out for Go For Broke. Anybody who's part of that is a part of that. You're maybe going to see people on the 29th and 30th. Maybe. <laughs> we still don't have a huge grasp on it. But you may some, see some people who are not a part of Go For Broke. Uh, you, you know, you, there may be people who are part of Go For Broke that aren't there. So it's, 
yeah, like John said, two two totally different things. Um, let me ask you this: in terms of, of viewership, last week when we talked about this, we thought maybe the number that we got from WrestleMania weekend, we didn't really know if that was overly high. Or was it low because we thought, well, maybe there's a chance that we did really well, people liked it, and more people are going to watch it because everybody was at WrestleMania weekend. But it kind of ended up being the opposite where everybody was watching everything that was happening over Mania weekend, and we were a part of that. Um, You know, IWTV talks to you, and they kind of give you an idea, hey, here's what the weekly shows do. When you look at that and you look at what Gopher Broke is now and the reception that it's gotten, do you look at that number and say, okay, my goal is to shoot for this average? Or is there part of you, because I know you said you wanted to re-engage the hardcore fans, but is there part of you that wants to you know, have this be the show that goes above that average and, and really starts to set a new standard? Well, they don't. Re- they don't give me really any indication on what any of the other shows do. That's somewhat okay. of like confidential or whatever. So they're not like, hey, you know, like this company did this many views or sure. whatever. You know, um, they will say like, okay, like this number seems to be you know uh, on par or whatever with with most of the shows that are like this, mm-hmm. things like that. Like they talk in very vague terms. Uh, as as far as that stuff is concerned, um, now you know, like when we developed this, this was, this was simply a way to utilize uh, students and different talents and uh, do it in a not lazy fashion um, and kind of get creative in the presentation and hopefully make them a couple extra bucks. That was really the ultimate goal was let's just get some stuff out there and get people engaged and, you know, help kind of catapult or expedite the process on some of these talents coming out of the school, uh, getting over, so to speak. And, um, you know, I, I think it is serving that, that purpose. I don't know if it's going to be, you know, the, the crown jewel, um, I, I guess television show or whatever you want to call it on IWTV. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. You know, I think that's always going to boil down to live events and things like that, just like sports and everything. Like if you look at the way of the world, like what what's getting, you know, the big TV rights, it's, you know, it's NBA, MLB, NFL, you know, and sure. AEW, WWE, like anything live, I think, you know, I, I think that is always going to be the bread and butter probably of IWTV as well is, you know, a live, you know, three hour show or whatever you want to call it. But, um, um, you know, listen, I really had no expectations of the show, really. Like I was really looking at this as a, like I said, a, a way to help you know, students and it, not only students, because there's other people involved that aren't students, but, you know, just talents that we want to eventually feature, you know, as major players in AIW to to eventually fill the the lineups, I guess, so to speak, of the regular shows when, when things get back to normal. So I think in that, I, I guess, aspect, I think we are doing a good job, but 
we're only two episodes in. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, this thing could, you know, it, it could shoot up to the sky and we can get a ton more viewership and momentum or it could fall off a cliff. Um, I'm not I'm not so nervous with, you know, when comparing the numbers from WrestleMania weekend to the, you know, first week of regular viewing like now this Tuesday, you know, if those numbers are even lower and then the Tuesday after that, the numbers are even lower then you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, yeah. maybe, maybe, you know, it, it, it just is what it is. And, um, we don't shoot more episodes, you know, like, uh, a lot of people keep going, yeah, this is on the, you know, this is a 10 week thing because, uh, IWTV, I guess has, has it on their calendar through 10 weeks, but mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's an open-ended thing. You know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> the, there could be more episodes. There could be episodes removed. Um, it, it really depends now, you know, we've, we've shot quite a bit of, of content. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really, we really don't know, you know, like it could, it, it's really up to, up to the viewer <laughs> and, uh, Mr. Whiskers is trying, Whiskers. To, <laughs> trying to get in on the microphone here, but, uh, it's really up to, you know, the support and, um, you know, I, it, it's too it's too soon to tell. Now, you know, I I know I know you and I have different expectations of it. Like, you know, you, you really want this thing to to be the crown jewel because uh, oh, yeah. you are editing it and you know you are putting a lot of time into it. Um, I think you know I I think for for from a promoter standpoint, I and uh, a storytelling standpoint, and a you know trying to get talent over standpoint, I think it is going to do its job. From a, you know now from a, is it going to be this gigantic phenomenon? I don't know. You know, like sure, uh, it's it's too you know what I mean. There's too many factors, and there's too many there's too much competition. Um, and you know we we do have a very hardcore fan base, but I mean if you like even if you look like, uh, if you look like hey like everyone live tweet go for broke this Tuesday you know like you're getting the same you know fifteen people that that are uh, that are doing it you know what I mean like yeah. so I don't know I, I I really don't know if you know if it's just like hardcore AW fans watching or or what. Well, and and there's you know the dynamic of uh, being on demand. I, you you see the numbers, or I imagine can get them. Um, you, you know, does that tend to improve as the week goes on because people can watch it whenever the heck they want? Um, you know, people watch it, but I mean, it's not like a. Uh you know, it's 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 not like a crazy. You know, hundreds of people are watching it on demand, sort of thing. You know, what sure. I mean? So, like, so the bulk is still that that, uh, that at least broadcast. at least for that yeah that second yeah. one. That, yeah. yeah. So far, I mean, and uh, who knows? You know, they're going to be up there forever. Um, you know, obviously that's probably the plan. So it is content. You know, and that that always helps, and it helps. You know the bottom line of uh, how we get paid is based on viewership and things like that on IWTV. So, I mean, it, it, the, there are a, a lot of you know pros to to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, the con to it is, you know, if we don't have um, the Goldsteins and if we don't have 
talent that volunteers. Uh, I mean, there's no way, absolutely no way that we do this and don't lose thousands and thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. You, you know, I, I've listened to or I've, and I've read things on Twitter and it's like, I hope this is like a yearly thing. And it's just like, this could be a, you know, just a moment in time thing. And we never do it again because it, you know, it, it like it, it, it under normal circumstances, you know, when wrestlers are getting bookings and, uh, you know, they have heavy schedules, it's, it's a lot harder to get all these people in one place. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Especially if I'm like a, Hey, we're going to volunteer and do this and see what happens. And hopefully, you know, we get fan support like post COVID Things like that are going to be a lot harder to to coordinate, you know, because there's oh sure because shows are going to go from zero to a th- like a thousand, you know, like it's mm-hmm. going to be once the floodgates open on shows, and you know we're seeing a little bit of, of it happening now throughout the country. Like it's you know it's going to be it's going to be hard. So I don't know, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. I know a lot of people want it, you know, like people have like I hope that this is like a yearly thing or whatever. Like, you know, the reality is is if we don't have people like the Goldsteins and the fans that have been supporting the uh the, the talents, then there's absolutely no way that this thing gets pulled off. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I'll be honest too. Uh right now, uh I am almost like I am almost putting off finding a a regular job because this is a full-time job in terms of the amount of work that it takes, uh, depending on the week. So it's a lot in my world too. And, uh, and we're not in the, um, situation where we can afford to pay people to do this production stuff. Um, but two, two episodes in, and I will say, you know, thank you to everybody who has been supporting the talents on this roster, but uh, John, you would know better than I. Uh, are are those people who appeared in the first two episodes? Uh, what, what I guess, what is their take been like? Are they are they happy? Are they seeing uh, the support that they would like? You know, I haven't talked to everybody about it. Um, you know, everyone's everyone's not going to share their business either. You know, that's true. Uh, but. I have heard from some people that were extremely happy with, you know, with the risk that they took uh, as far as doing this and, you know, kind of putting it in the fans' hands. Um, you know, uh, quite a few people have said, you know, they've they received donations in some capacity. I don't know what the dollar amounts are. Uh, I'm sure they, you know, they don't exactly want to tell anybody, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And Right, uh, right. But uh, you know, I've I've heard from a few people that that were on the first two episodes, and uh, people were extremely happy. You know, including including the referees. Like you know, I I don't know if Xavier got anything. I hope he did, but I know Tom Dunn said that you know he received donations. So um, that's good. You know, every little bit helps. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's it's just such a weird time to to be doing this and you know when we developed this concept we didn't think that there was going to be a live show forever you know we thought we were like things were a lot different when we developed this whole thing so uh i i do hope though that these guys you know especially you know we're trying to use people for the most part that were underutilized throughout the entire pandemic 
uh, yeah. guys and yeah. girls. I, I think I, I hope that you know they do find the support. You know, and if you don't want to support them, you don't want to support them. That's that's totally understandable as well. But uh, you know, that's that's what I was going to say. Is you know, that's a thing too. I think that uh, the fans have been really great at acknowledging and realizing is that for a lot of these people, they weren't having these paydays because they weren't having wrestling matches during the pandemic. A lot of these people missed out on quite a bit of money during that, that they anticipated they were going to get. I mean, there were shows already booked out for a good portion of 2020 that of course got canceled. So there are people who already lined up, okay, I'm going to make this much on you know these days from x y and z shows and with all of those being shut down for the better part in the bulk of 2020 that didn't happen so this is at least a nice way i think for uh some people to try to recuperate some of that lost money and i think that fans realize that and uh they i mean they've they've been great from at least a couple things that i've heard so yeah you know i mean nobody's getting rich from what i understand but you know no. if you, you know uh, you know, a ten dollars, ten dollars here, ten dollars there. You know, they appreciate it because at the end of the day, you know, it's ten more dollars than they they would have been making. You know, so yeah. Um, you know, as far as I know, it's it, no one's gotten like crazy like here's five hundred bucks or something like that. You know, like, but you know, nice like what people can do donations. And, uh, you know, from what I understand, people have been very appreciative of it, you know, and, uh, the wrestlers put in, you know, a, a lot of hard work and there was a lot of other students that put in a lot of hard work that their donation stuff isn't up there, you know? Um, yeah. but it was, it really was a, a true team effort and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of it. Uh, I think that it is you know maybe however many episodes we settle on i do think that once we figure it out we're going to tell a, a decent enough story and hopefully the goal is you know we have new quote unquote stars to pull from in the future because uh you know just like every other promoter in the world like when we can do shows i want to i want to do as many shows realistically as we can uh and i realize that there's a lot of those big money talents are are, are gone so many people have been signed throughout the pandemic you know there there has to yeah. be people to fill those voids and you know there's there's talent everywhere but is there talent that anybody's going to care about i you know i don't know you know there's there's plenty of talented people out there but i can book you know, uh, wrestler X from, you know, New York city or Louisville, Kentucky, or, you know, wherever in yeah. the world. And it's like, is anybody going to care about that person more than this person? And I think really that's, that's the point of go for broke is to at least engage our fans in, you know, when we do have to fill these slots on live shows that they at least, uh, you know, have some sort of connection and, you know, opinion, good or bad. Uh, and they don't look at these people as just filling spots, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll talk a little bit here about the 29th and, and 30th, but before we wrap up on talking about Gopher Broke, uh, first couple episodes, anybody so far that uh, that has stood out to you or, you know, that, that fans really enjoyed and that surprised you or 
you know, you were you were happy to see that they they really uh, enjoyed and appreciated? Um, you know, I think that uh, you know, I'll keep my opinions to myself, really, because uh, you know, my opinions will show when live shows come back. You know, uh, sure. You'll, you'll you'll see some people getting on. You'll some people not not getting on. Um, it was uh, from my perspective, it was a great experience to see people uh, rise to rise to the occasion. Some people sink in the occasion. Some people recover in the occasion. You know what I mean? Like there was so much that was learned from a promoter booker standpoint. Uh, about these talents that, like I said, don't typically get a lot of reps in on shows, you know, mm-hmm. and it's different than see, going down to the school and seeing them perform and, you know, run a, run a practice match or something. Uh, so, you know, there were people that were, were impressive. There were people that disappointed me. Uh, there were matches that, uh, you know, did not go well. And I think that's what's going to make the show, though. You know, like there are matches that, you know, aren't going to be, uh, you know, just well rehearsed, you know, masterpieces. Yeah. Um, and uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad match either. You know, like stuff like that is, you know, it's like it, it, it's really like you know, calculus uh, of the AW wrestling school, you know, it's just like mm-hmm. going out there and, you know, you versus you and, you know, let's see what happens. And it doesn't have to be magic necessarily in the ring. It can be something else and still be great. And that's really what I enjoyed about this entire process was just uh, seeing the different things. And, you know, some people certainly impressed me. Some people, you know, you'll see as the episodes go on, as far as what we've shot so far, you know, there are some, really kind of out of the box matchups uh that some go well and some don't go well and um you know it just uh it's it, it it's really kind of helped me you know develop more of a well-rounded opinion on certain talents and you know have a better idea of how to u- utilize them when when we're doing more shows and you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, this person is is right there. But if we can get a couple of these Winchester shows going and get them some more reps in in front of a crowd, I think, you know, that's going to put them to where they need to be. And like just has the wheels turning on stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Just like uh, to where it was just like everyone was kind of walking in on a blank slate almost, uh, you know, and uh it could be, you know, it, and that could be that's that was good for some people and bad for some other people, you know. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to you know call anybody out or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, my opinions, I think you'll see as, you know, shows pop up and different things happen. Uh, but it was certainly, I think, a, a, a great experience for you know this wasn't only to re-engage fans it was to re-engage me and re-engage the the whole team to to be to be honest and it it really helped me kind of get back into you know into the flow and into the into the mentality of things because you know we were really down for pretty much the, the whole year outside of those two two shows uh so it's it's really helped me kind of start locking back in and you know, especially, you know, and not only being there for the process, but now, you know, we, Wadsworth and I, we, we do commentary in post. So, you know, you get to watch, watch through, like, you know, we watch through an episode like four or five times. Yeah. Uh, 
so you know it, it really has has helped me kind of uh you know figure out what to do with these guys and you know I, I i'll always say this it's very easy to cherry pick the best talent in the country and put on a show it's mm-hmm. much more difficult to find a place for people coming out of a wrestling school and uh you know that's really where i think aiw has always thrived is finding those like fringe talents whether it's a fringe talent from wherever or it is a you know fresh talent coming out of the school and and making them matter and that's really what i strive to do and uh, this process is really like has me locked in on, on on doing that again yeah and uh you know one of one of my favorite parts of of doing the show is uh is doing these vignettes and we had alluded to last week that some of these were going to get very personal. And I think, uh, that people saw that and they were, it was nice to see, uh, that people really enjoyed and appreciated like, uh, how personal some of these got in terms of Kaplan talking about being arrested. <laughs> uh, and then on the other hand, you had uh, TKD on an episode two in, in his vignette. And, uh, you know, talking about being a gay man in the world of pro wrestling and how he wasn't sure if he wanted that to be known. Yeah. And you know, that was really something we've all known. Uh, uh, you know, a little bit of behind the curtain is, uh, you know, we just set up a room and Mm -hmm. we had an idea like, okay, we want to, we've, we wrote these, we wrote these episodes out that, that we have shot and, you know, it was just like, okay, we'll do uh, X vignette on this episode, X vignette on this episode. But, like, we just grabbed people with, uh, you know, while you were shooting other things, we had a, a room set up. And I would just say, hey, Kaplan, come in here and have a seat. And yeah, there was no scripting, no warning, no bullet pointing, no anything. I would just press record and I would start asking questions and, you know, knowing these, you know, knowing all these people, I would just ask certain questions and, you know, if there was anything they were uncomfortable with, they would say, you know, I, nobody said it, but you know, they, they could be like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. Or yeah, well, there's a couple of people that are like, I don't know how to answer that. Uh, but it, it was really, it, that's why they are so personal is because it was really just a freestyle conversation of you know with a camera turned on and uh you know i think that's why they've turned out turned out so well and i had no script i would just you know i would just press record and you know i would look at kaplan and you know i would you know why did you why did you become a professional wrestler and you know what was your life like beforehand and and you know just different things and there's there's a couple of these pretty much every episode i'm pretty sure so yeah there's there's a lot more to come and, uh, you know, I think stuff like that, you know, going back to the kind of making people care, yeah. um, you know, and not just utilizing like a, a talent to fill a spot, things like that, especially for the hardcore AIW fans are really going to help, you know, get people behind in, in rooting for these people. Even people that are, will even be presented as quote unquote heels or whatever on, on a show, it, it's still giving people some, you know, humanization, so to speak, and, you know, it, it, it or humanizing them, however you want to say it. And it's, uh, you know, they're not, you know, like 
uh, this week, you know, there's a, a little spoiler alert. There's a great, <laughs> there's a great sit down with Arthur MacArthur on this, uh, on episode three. And I think that is really going to change people's perspective on him, you know, and uh, there's so many more coming up in the, in, in the upcoming weeks to where, you know, these people, it, it, it takes them from just being like a wrestler, you know what I mean? And it gives them sure. a little bit more depth and, uh, I think, you know, that's what AIW is really all about is, you know, about putting heart into things and, you know, the shows and things like that. And I think for the hardcore AIW fans, these vignettes are just going to really knock it out of the park for some of these people that, you know, were on the fringe of AIW shows or, you know, you've only seen in dark matches or on smaller shows or haven't seen it all. Um and you know, I don't know how they play to the to the broader audience worldwide. You know, I I really don't. But this is really a vehicle for our fan base because that's who supports us. Yeah, what what, what I like to ideally uh, think about is is the big picture with this is uh, we we talked a lot of times about all these dream matchups, and I really feel like what we're doing here is bringing storytelling back to wrestling in a very real way because that's what all of this is i mean we're telling the stories of these individuals as well as telling that kind of this long form story with the entire show uh it's been it's been stressful at times but it's been uh a lot of fun and uh and rewarding. Sometimes the interesting thing for me is, like you said, all these uh, sit downs are very freestyle. So for me, the interesting thing is is kind of finding the story within with uh, all that you talk about with everybody. Um, all right, let me leave you with this on Gopher Broke. I know we said we stopped talking about it, but I can't I can't not bring this up, John Thorne, because last Tuesday was the long-awaited singles debut in AIW for a local legend razor sharp uh yeah so you know razor sharp is a, a perfect example of really catering to the the aiw hardcore audiences uh you know he's uh, the promoter of UXWA, he uses a lot of aiw students on his shows when he does promote he is at every aiw show he's uh, I don't want to say he's like the the he's like the AW mascot because that doesn't really do him justice. But you know he is there and he's so supportive and such a positive person. Mm-hmm. And listen, he knows he's not the best wrestler, you know. Like, but uh, when we were writing this show and there was just something that you know it was just like let's put razor sharp on it you know and uh would razor sharp find his way on a regular aw show probably not uh but uh, for this it, it it really worked i thought and like i said if you are a hardcore aw or cleveland wrestling fan you know him you're always rooting for him and uh i thought that it was just such a great kind of story at least for you know the people that do know who he is to just uh, because they know how important it is and how special it is for him to appear on uh an AIW event uh and this is you know obviously an unconventional AIW event but it's still an AIW you know presentation nonetheless and uh you know he told he told somebody that 
you know, it was a dream come true. He never, ever thought that he would appear on IWTV, you know, on a, you know, he was in the gauntlet that one time, but, you know, yeah. as far as a live broadcast, quote unquote, live thing on IWTV, he said it was a dream come true for him to appear on there. And, you know, that's, listen, that's, that's what wrestling is all about is, you know, just making stories happen like that. And is, is razor sharp going to win the go for broke? Probably not. Uh, but, uh, you know, is it a, uh, a, a good thing or, you know, it, it just, it was just a good positive thing that we could do, you know, and it was uh, a little, it's a little looser format and it worked. And I was, you know, I was happy to, you know, uh, allow him to participate in it. And, uh, you know, I, I think he was, he was uh, very appreciative and, you know, he is an ongoing, he's an ongoing character uh, you know, at least in, you know, he'll be seen in some of these backstage segments and things like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It, it was just one of those feel good things. Uh, I realized that some people are probably watching it and like, who the fuck is this guy? And you know, whatever mm -hmm. it, that it wasn't for you. It was for him, you know? And, uh, I think that it was, uh, you know, I think it was a good thing. You know, it, it was it, it 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 honestly made me smile when I was watching that match happen live, uh, <laughs> and I think it made a lot of people smile, especially you know the wrestlers and the people that, um, you know are familiar with them. Listen, Razor Sharp supports this company so much. Like we we got a new shirt, he buys it. He'll buy he'll buy like a shirt, uh, like he'll buy shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees. He'll buy he buys merch. He'll, you're a wrestler, you got a shirt in his size. He's buying it. He tries to support everybody, and uh, this was a nice way to kind of pay it forward and uh, let him. You know, it sounds corny, but you know, let him kind of live out his dream. Yeah. Hey, you talk about uh, it, the hardcore AIW fans and uh, the lore of Razor Sharp. Uh, I don't think that fans realize that it, it's not just them, the ones who are outside of the ring, that uh, have this, uh, I can't think of a word, but this love, I guess, for, for Razor Sharp. But during the course of the broadcast on Tuesday night, John Thorne, uh, I won't name names, but you even received a text message from a major... Major player, star. major star on AEW, and uh, I will leave it at that. And that person was so excited to see Razor Sharp in AIW on IWTV. So it's people love Razor Sharp. People, everyone, people are rooting for him, you know. Yeah. And uh, listen, that's that's what it's all about. And you know, yep. and really, I, I think that is the story of AIW. Honestly, is. We're never going to be the best, well-polished in-ring product. I don't want to be that. I think that's boring. I really do. I, I think it's so boring to just put on a good wrestling show, as crazy <laughs> as that sounds. Like, it's boring. It's easy. Like, it is easy to just put on a good wrestling show. It's way harder to, like, make people care about somebody like Razor Sharp. You know what I mean? Or, like, it's just fun. And it's just funner this way. Honestly, it is. Yeah, it is. It is. And, uh, you know... I'll stick to that forever. I could I could put a good wrestling show on in my sleep. You know, I could buy a bunch of flights and it'll 
go great. But there's, I don't know, there's just like, I just think there's more heart in developing these guys locally or from wherever and making them, and girls, you know, because you're going to see some development, you know, with female talent throughout the go for broke as well. Uh, I just think it's, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's just a lot more fun this way. And, uh, you know, letting Racer Sharp go out there and have a match for two minutes or whatever it was, like, it's totally worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, as we kind of come to a, a close and wind down, April 29th, April 30th, uh, coming up fast, John Thorne. We will be streaming live on IWTV. We told you guys that last week. We broke that news. If you didn't listen to last week's podcast, you're hearing it here now for the first time again, uh, or you've at least seen it on social media. But uh, how how close are you to f- figuring out these shows, John Thorne? Not, not very close. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's really, it's, it's hard, you know, it really is hard because, yeah, you know, you do want to come back with a live show in front of fans with a little bit of firepower, you know what I mean? Which is a little bit different than the go for broke presentation. And it's really hard, you know, with, you know, there's people signed and there's, you know, it's just, it's, it's really difficult. And, you know, we're working with a fixed budget. You know, like we've sold those tickets. It is a fixed budget. This is how much money we have to spend, and uh, it, it, it's it's really difficult. And it, it's like, you know, we want to we we also want to present two completely different events, and you know, you have to mix up talent. And you know, I, I will say, some people that are going to be there on Thursday are not going to be there on Friday. Some people that are going to be there on Friday are not going to be there Thursday. And it is a gigantic puzzle that I'm trying to put together. And, you know, uh, you you lay the blueprint out and you think you got it. And then, you know, you get a, well, I can't do it. Uh, you know, I was exposed to somebody with COVID. I have to quarantine. You know, there are all these different things. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's been difficult. I You know, and it's like I've had probably – the 30, 30 incarnations of this card and then it's just like okay uh we can do it and then it's just like oh well i can't do it now i can't get off my job that day or you know i thought i could do it and now you know i can't do it so you know like uh, people have a lot of different life things that they're juggling too you know as far as real jobs and you know nobody wants to piss off their real job in the in the pandemic you know what i mean so it's right like, yeah yeah I can't take I can't take off on a Thursday or I can't take off on a Friday and uh, you know just things like that. It's been it's been extremely difficult to kind of coordinate and um, you know we're we're gonna get through it. I have a shell uh, of what I want to do as of right now, you know. But again, there's only so much firepower you can bring out when you're only doing a hundred tickets too, you know. So yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really difficult and. You know, there's other shows going on and, uh, you know, like it's, it is, uh, been stressful, you know, and, uh, as soon as I have it figured out, I get a text or a message and, you know, I got to change the whole thing again, you know, and it's, it's not, you can't just change one piece because you're trying to make both nights different. And, you know, some people are can do this one night and some people can do this night. And if you got to move one piece from that night 
you know, like it's it, it's it's really hard to maneuver that puzzle around. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's been it's been very difficult. I, I will say that, and uh, I do not I do not have the shows figured out at all. <laughs> Uh, I will tell you that uh, there's no doubt in my mind that I am going to come up with something that is uh, going to be acceptable, uh, at the very least acceptable. Uh, but I am certainly trying to, uh, you know, blow it out of the water as, as, as best as we can. Well, there you go. Rest assured, folks, you are going to get a, a, sh- a show that you enjoy or two shows if you're coming both nights the 29th and the 30th it will be exciting uh, if you don't have one of those 100 tickets then the only way to watch it is iwtv we will be streaming both nights april 29th and uh friday april 30th uh john thorne let's end on something very fun and positive that we've yet to talk about in the well, few weeks bring this hold, back yeah hold on hold on I, I do want to deflate any expectations that Filthy Tom Lawler will not be there on the 29th or 30th because he is returning to MMA on April 29th on ESPN. Uh, so for for uh, you know that is that is one big kind of blow that you know we we must expose in advance because I know everybody in the world that is an AEW fan wants to fucking clap the sleepyhead. Uh, <laughs> he is going to be in the cage that night. So uh, he will not be there, and uh, you know that's. I'll, I'll leave it at that. We will miss him. That's for sure. We already. But, but he's going to win a. Mil- but if he wins, he's winning a million dollars, and uh, you know he'll probably let us you know borrow some of it one day or something. So yeah, go go Tom Lawler. Hope you win. <laughs> go go feel the Tom Lawler. Uh, yeah, and you know what? That is that's exciting and positive news to. Uh, come to this close with too tom lawler has the potential to win a million dollars but uh the one that i was gonna say is for the longest time we would joke on this podcast about where a certain individual is and as of late everybody knows exactly where he is because he's been popping up on wednesday nights on aew dynamite and that is laredo kid how excited for him are we Oh man, it's 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 amazing, for Laredo kid. Uh, you know, he had a really tough year. Uh, his dad died. I think his brother also died. Uh, he he had a few deaths in his family. So uh, for him to be uh, getting uh, the recognition that he finally deserves, uh, I'm extremely happy. Uh, I talked to him after uh, his big AEW uh, main event, and I told him I was proud of him. And uh, you know, he was it was good to it was good to talk to him. You know, he's. You know, he's another guy like, dude, like we were bringing him in on shows that were losing money. Like that flight is like $600. Like it's (laughs) Laredo, Texas is a weird flight into, into Cleveland, Ohio. But, uh, you know, he's, he's amazing. And, you know, it's, you know, at that time, nobody was really using him. And it's incredible to see the, you know, the success that he has, uh, finally, you know, the recognition that he's finally deserved, um, you know, and hopefully he gets a, he gets a contract or something like that. But, uh, very excited for Laredo kid. Uh, just AIW legend, no doubt. Um, just yeah. a great and great guy too. Like, uh, that's, you know, is is as tough as, as it is to see so many people getting signed, which means you can't book them anymore in AIW. It's also equally awesome seeing them, 
you know, get paid, you know, uh, and make a living and, you know, get the recognition that they deserve. What do you think that Build-A-Bear selection is like in Jacksonville, Florida? <laughs> it's probably pretty good. <laughs> probably pretty good. I wonder if they. I wonder if he goes missing uh, around uh, the Jaguar Stadium like he used to go missing on AIW show days. They just need to put a Build-A-Bear in Daly's place and they'll be good to go. Yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's crazy, but yeah, you know, it's, it it is great to see people you know that have come through AIW really getting that success. Um, that you know we we always knew that they deserved and uh you know that's uh, to, to bring it full circle you know that's what go for broke's all about is kind of yep. developing those talents and hopefully you know preparing them to go off and uh you know not everybody's going to be a home run but i think that there's a there's a lot of you know meat on the bone so to speak with with go for broke and uh talent development yeah, there you go. That's a great way to end it right there. Uh, hey, make sure you are tuning in to AIW Go For Broke Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Uh, whether you're watching it with us uh, during that broadcast or you are streaming it on demand at some other time, talk about it. Engage with us on Twitter. We love hearing from you and uh, talking with you about the show. Use the hashtag AIWGFB. Let us know what you think about it. And uh, we can't wait to see so many of you on April 29th and 30th. And uh, let's get those let's get those numbers up on Tuesday. Well, Tuesday and the 29th and 30th, you know, obviously, um, you know, well, before we wrap it up, I'll talk, you know, about this is, Uh you know, we could have we could have put the 29th and 30th on on fight, you know, and and went the the premium route. Uh, We're going to put it on IWTV, you know, and the hope is that if we get enough viewership that it kind of balances out that premium cost or you know that premium price uh and you know residuals that you would get off of a fight pay-per-view uh so please you know and it's all about watching live you know as far as those live streams go there's uh, i don't want to get too inside baseball but you know when it's broadcasting live it is better for the company if you're watching it live as opposed to on demand on demand helps as well but uh you know, I really fucking want to get AIW to to where you know w- there's no argument that we are in that top tier and uh, uh, of independent wrestling. And uh, I think we're doing things differently. I think you know we are certainly an alternative to you know the other top tier independent companies uh, who are all deserving. I'm not saying that they're not. I just want to be in that i just want to be in the conversation and uh to be in that conversation we need more people to watch our stuff and stream it live and um you know that's why we're putting it on iwtv we're kind of sacrificing you know that premium price tag or or, or whatever uh and hopes that we can get enough viewership to where it's it it, it works out uh, enough for us but ultimately the goal is to get more eyes on on everything that's going on there you go. I will uh, I will end it with this. This episode of uh, AIW's The Card is Going to Change has set a new record. 54 minutes into an episode until John Thorne said fuck. There it is. <laughs> is, that, is that true? You got a fuck Connor going? 
<laughs> I until I I never did until right now I realized holy shit we went. I, you sure I didn't minutes. say it earlier? I'm say. pretty sure they. I mean I could be wrong about this, but I am almost positive that you did not say it until right then. I want some fucking support. Come on, <laughs> let's go. Watch live That's on a- Tuesday. Watch live on the 29th and 30th. Hopefully I'll book a good enough show. I, I think we've definitely booked a. Uh, a good enough television show for go for broke uh with what we shot so far uh and let's you know let's just let's keep the let's keep the the momentum going upwards and sky's the limit for uh 2021 i'm feeling positive this year feeling positive i like it i like it a lot there you go folks uh tune in tuesday every tuesday uh until we tell you not to at 10 p.m on iwtv Follow along on Twitter. Tweet along with us. Use the hashtag AIWGFB. April 29th, April 30th. Watch IWTV streaming live. It's AIW and uh, our big return with a small crowd, but a crowd nonetheless. It'll be very excited. Uh, our first show in well over a year in Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, other than that, thanks for tuning in. For AIW owner John Thorne, my name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change.